0: Evening everyone. Um, I'm here in Liverpool Street Station. Uh, it's not really evening, it's morning. I've just been travelling on Thameslink and uh, and Thameslink 2. Uh, behind me are two two rather fetching trains um, because, uh, in fact here's here's one Here is departing. I'm not here alone though, because with me is, is Simon. Simon is here, hello. Hi. And together we're going to be asking the question whether this train that's kind of running off behind us whether this train is is and indeed the family of trains the floats do stadler build the best trains in the uk we're, we're going to find out in gv really this train no, we're waiting they're very long these trains because we're waiting for the nose to go there's the electric good uh, there we have it welcome to tonight's real matter <laughs> As the inner city two two five fades away, there's Simon and I on, on the platform still. Yeah, we're just watching it. It's one of the one of the Electrostars pulling out behind us. Uh, very different train. We're going to be riding on one of those later. I travel on IETs a lot, so I can also make comparisons with IET. Uh, there we it go. It's look, it's an Electrostar. Um, just to wind Bombardier up. Yeah, no, they, look, there's, there's a stand there next to us. Also, while we're in here, um, while S- Simon is not here representing his employer. However, look at this, this, it's a stunning station. You can see what it looks like when they've actually cleaned the roof and replaced the with the self-cleaning glass panels. There are no diesel trains in here. Replace this bit with the shiny too, because it looked glorious. I, I think it, it'll look nicer if there's lots of fresh light coming in here. Anyway, we digress. Right, we're doing it we're getting we're actually getting onto a train there's, there's, a, there's a train we're getting onto this train simon is here. in fact he's, 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 he's next no. to me he's, he's here um where are we going today do we have a plan uh no <laughs> we don't have a plan at all <laughs> we're just we're gonna, gonna get on.
1: onto a train we're gonna bash the we're fronts. gonna get on a
0: train somewhere else what's good to know is that the btp are now tracking us uh because we're gonna go somewhere and then leave there immediately we're now on a naughty list that's good. Did you see that news article? No. Oh, we'll, we'll talk about that later, everyone. Oh, good, okay. Uh, it might have already been... In fact, it was probably on whatever. whenever I did the news. I have no idea when this episode's going out, by the way. Um, what is the date? I don't have a date on my watch. Sometime sorry. in August. Sometime in August. It'll go out sometime later in August. Possibly when I'm off on holiday later this month. Right. Um, where should we where should we hop on? We're looking at this, this train. Um, they're, they're preparing it. So it's so quite long, nice inside. We're going to get It's a very in, long
1: train. Buddy. It is. Um, so, I think what we'll do, we'll head towards we'll head towards the front. In fact what we can do is we'll go because basically what these trains are these 12 car ones anyway there's two types uh, there's 10 for the norridges they have a buffet and a first class area and then there's 10s 10 uh, sets for the stansteads which have a bit more luggage space and don't have the cafe bit or the first class because well, it's i love essex um <laughs> so what they've done is they've bolted two six car trains back to back which you can see here and I was gonna
0: say that's what we're about to go past right so yes. this here is is as we pass this weird this section weird bits without stuff what's actually in that connector Well we, we're gonna have a look in a minute in fact, why don't we hop on here at now yeah, anyway let's see do that. it that's this important thing
1: so level.
0: level boarding so there we go just walk effortlessly, walk it. I'm just going to go back and forth a few times. Oh, oh then I don't even have to stay, lift up. It's great. It makes my life easier, but more importantly, it makes a lot of other people's lives easier. Then here's the, the compromise: is that then what there's you're a ramp. saying, Gareth,
1: is oh. it has a European feel. It looks European on, it does. The, on the outside, but it also looks European on the inside because you can't, maybe you won't see it in the video I'm standing, I'm not this much taller than Gareth. Gareth and I are basically the same height, but um, I'm, I'm basically standing on the bogey. But the cool thing is, there are still table seats, there's a walkway, and you can just, and it's not just about wheelchairs, I'm thinking about my elderly parents, they're in the seventies, they can
0: easily- and just shuffle along. Here. And, and the whole tent- the whole vehicle, so the whole, no, that's because we can't hear Simon, let's keep going this way. I've not actually talked about it, we've not talked about much about this track, the difference between these and, and commercial trains. This is a, like one of the few types of train in the UK, in GB that has Jacob's boogies which I'll explain in a brief cutaway. Now, I hope you enjoyed that brief cutaway. Anyway, the drive editing. Yeah, here we are. This
1: is the gangly connection, which is so Basically, where the two units are just bolted back to back to make one big unit, really. Um on the Eurostar trains they call them different numbers because they're weird but here it's just like it is just one train um this is it's where it's very we... long there's,
0: it a, a, there's a i presume not the end of the train over there it's possibly no, just the, the, the universal
1: it. access toilet yes that way
0: and, but you can see much further the other way it does have a european train feel to it i was saying this earlier but not on camera which we'll talk about momentarily when we actually talk about this train but um it just has a european feel to it externally it looks like a european train in part because it is a European, it's a European train coming over Can you here. get more than,
1: European than Switzerland, like this right in the middle. Yeah,
0: well, yes and no, I suppose. Yeah, true. Um, but yeah, they, 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 lots of things that we like. We'll talk about, we'll do lots of summarizing things we like about these, these trains and why I, I'm going kind to of continue to make the case as to working out whether I'm biased because the level boarding means they're winning, they're already winning off the bat. But the idea that they're um, like there are other factors of, the, of these trains, I think, is really good. I think they're better than any other train. Running. So this is a long distance one. So we're going to try a long distance one, and we're also then going to have a little trial on a kind of a more local, regional sort yeah. of. Yeah. So on that one, we will be standing
1: one. in in um in what what some people lovingly call oh, I love it the thrash cupboard, <laughs> which is <quite laughs> where we are <laughs> yeah. now. But it's not. There's no thrash here. It's electric. It's um, electric. as trend should be. PSA everyone, uh, if you are in one of these, or indeed the regional ones that have the thrash cupboard in them, these are not toilets or cloakrooms. Uh, this is full of electrical stuff. Um, there was a lady, I think Bessie, said on one of her trains when she was still working with Greater England, the lovely Bessie, who's now a Freightliner. Freight is great. Um, she was uh, found someone trying to kind of get into one of these, who thought it was a loo. Oh, uh, don't do
0: that! You, no. You, no, don't do it. Right, let's go and sit down because we might. I don't even know. We might have left. I don't even know because no, we no, no, I not so. We've got another. We're, this thing's leaving in not that many minutes. Three, three minutes. It's, it looks quite empty. Everyone got, so there cancelled trains this morning, Good and time. everyone's got on the. Uh,
1: I'm not sure about this though. You're not convinced so by... Many, I, just, I think I do, There are some that are... Ian Wormsley of the Modern Railways uh, of publication, Hi Phil. Um, he's very against the tip-up seats in the doorways, and I think on a train like this which has got, as you'll see shortly as we walk through it, it's like oodles of seats. And what I should have done is I should have googled that beforehand, but I didn't. I uh, oh yeah, we
0: should have worked out exactly how many seats there are. That loads? A bang post! There'll be a <laughs> ping and an orange bit of text at the bottom.
1: Excellent. Um do you really need these extra ones now that might be that might be because of if you remember pre-covid i mean i can't it's all a blur um if you remember in those days when it was all like oh you'll win your train uh, bids by bidding as many seats as possible these are literally probably here because to bump over a certain seat threshold exactly yeah, that, would have, that would prove what was called the quality of the bid instead of just running a train that is designed with passengers in mind yeah
0: take as much away from the DFT as possible. Um let's uh let's go and find a seat. Let's go and get oh, bang bang. Let's uh let's go and get a comfy seat and find a, in fact these all look very comfy. They also have really nice big wide I mean they've got they've got these weird we'll do a proper walkthrough while it's moving, but uh let's let's go and find a comfy seat, shall we Simon? It's like an office rail there except we're on a train. Here's no, the on a train. It's the first. We've done. Re- no, no, because because Tim and I have Tim and I have done did a bit of rail mattering when we went when we were uh, at. Um, Warrington, I did the Warrington episode, but this is is the first one that will be like almost a bit of a conversational rail matter but on a train, this is the authentic rail matter experience, hello, yeah this is it, it's exciting, we're going through, so what we have to look out for now is Bishopsgate Tunnel which is the big building that's going to be on our, that side, at that window
1: which I can't film because I should have brought my other phone with these me. These are um, old 1940s uh, overhead portals. Candles, yes, by the
0: way. Uh, thanks for making those work in the modern era, um no. No. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> um, so th- what's interesting is this this is collapsing horribly and uh, like to the point of no honestly it's really going to collapse and there's a load of OSD back to uh, oversight development needs to happen on it and, it, and it, it, it doesn't work as a structure <laughs> it's just gonna collapse it should have collapsed already um, and no one's done any maintenance on it for a very long time and it's all quite interesting that's also a very interesting building we just the just um, ah, of the, of the,
1: of the, uh, That's the, well that's what replaced it that, The, the... There the, uh, yeah, are, are of uh, things right. that you can't see Yeah that's, uh, and, and
0: I have no second cap so there's no b-roll of it you just have to guess uh, You can probably like or point or take it on train. Google Earth Or take the train Yeah this is it, this is kind of like, it's, it's not going to be one but it could have been a green matter, oh, yeah, our second green that We say scenic oh, yeah. journeys of around an hour then, yeah. but no. What we're doing is just you're seeing our faces whilst I should have set the other phone up and then you have done both. But my other phone is currently on the desk. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So, um, well, thanks for inviting me out on this on this, this shenanigans. I where saw you
1: I saw you post on Twitter that you like these trains, but had not had a, not not got on one. And I was like, right, we <laughs> can sort that out. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so that's so, yeah. that's what's happening. That's what and.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I always enjoy this, yeah, this escape out of, um, I don't do out of Liverpool Street very often, but I, I, I often am on this bit of railway coming out, so normally I'm coming out here, heading out to Forest Gates or or in that direction, I was out there a lot when I was going, working on Crossrail actually, so that'd be quite fun, we'll go through there. go go through some interesting bits and pieces I've there that a, I might be able course. to talk about. Of I
1: thought it was a spiritual connection to Bethany Green, which you've just gone oh, through. Oh yeah. Because that's where my, my dad was... So, my grandfather, uh, got, like, he, he liked trains, he liked all engineering, he got my dad into it, um, and those days, in the 50s, you could just leave a child at a station, so, <laughs> yeah. so uh, whilst my dad went, my grandfather went to work in this area, in around Bow and that area, because uh, it was the 50s and it was a Saturday, so people worked. Because um, weekends are a fairly new thing, aren't they, Gareth? Yeah,
0: I wonder what type of organisational arrangement uh, and, and collective action allowed us to. I can't mean No to idea. About, no idea. No idea. No, I don't know anything about um,
1: that. So yeah, they dump dump my dad at the station, give the station staff a few a few bob to look after and get some tea and stuff, and then they just leave. So Bethfield Green was a place where my dad. One well, of the many places across London East. London. Uh, North London where he was uh, watching trains power up the bank which we've just sailed up on our you know, effortlessly
0: yeah 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 so this yeah this episode is going to be all about Stadlers uh, and we're, we're travelling yeah. a long distance Stadler and it's quite nice that every now and then there's a little
1: bit of a ooh, yeah which yeah. is nice they, These things are one of the most impressive things about them we, we're sat above the bogey and it's pretty <laughs> not So We haven't got lot, over much This P-way. bit of track
0: is not perfect and he, it P-way feels works. quite nice there you go. Um,
1: yeah. Um, and also, they accelerate like a bat out of hell. They, they are so
0: rapid. I'm hoping that we're going to get a good. I'm trying to think what. The accelerate the, the, the route out of
1: Stratford is not that quick. The problem is we've got, we, um, we've got a train ahead of us. Yeah, uh, so we might not get the beans at any point, get, I um, yeah, Quite late. But I think once we get that train out ahead ahead. of here, Half past Witten Way, we might get
0: a <laughs> bit. Well, I think it's all. It's Conchester. There's a canal. Right. Nice. There's uh, oh this bit I worked on this bit did some of the um, trackex work on so this much. on this little loopy Speak alignment ramp that goes around, around uh, putting both the or portal which on is on here crossrail is about to appear next to us I should really see just it? do the, this there the, 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 the portal area I should have done that shouldn't I yeah there, there's no a, train. a train in the way that's fine though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the portal. Uh, also known as the the splashy waterfall of hell. Uh, yeah, right, here we are Pulling to Stratford. Now, I used to come to Stratford a lot because when I was working on... I was doing a lot of West Anglia work when I was in Atkins. So I was working on Crossrail as well. But I wasn't just working on Crossrail, I was working on... Um WAML well, freight gauging actually. Mm-hmm. So that was that was some interesting work. Uh, that was one of my first big route gauging schemes when I started perfecting my massive, beautiful spreadsheet that automates everything. Uh, I, was handed, uh, this, yeah, I was handed handed a big in fact I did a matter about this, didn't I? I did a matter about freight gauging. I was handed um, a process and told that you go manually through the spreadsheet and you copy paste the worst case per structure into a new spreadsheet. And I looked at this and I went, what? no you don't do that and so I proceeded to then it took me a bit of time but I set up using like quite complex array formula I'm a, a non macro guy so no macro but I, I did use array formula I that. You
2: it's
0: root gauging isn't it glorious? anyway yeah yeah well I was doing root gauging and rather than basically array functions in Excel means that it searches within your array to give you a, a min max or an if or whatever you do uh, now possibly superseded by ifs and some ifs statements Excel nerds I'm here with you do if you're watching, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> anyway, enough of that.
1: Uh, we're sat in Stratford. Yeah. Um, that was quick. Uh, yes. Hardly
0: noticed. There's some very tall square
1: things near us. Looking quiet. Yeah. So Lots they're going um, to put this Madison Square Garden ball thing just between. There's a triangle there. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're on the main line. And the Lee Valley line curves off yep. that way. Um, also work on that. put this big ball which is going to shine loads of lights everywhere. Um, and there were some concerns of lights near the railway at night. Um, we have our own lights uh, and we don't Not like the wind interfering.
0: No, I don't like the idea of like a bunch of uh, red lights reflecting off everything. Well, various different or greens or yeah, whatever greens, happens religion, to reds. That's um, possibly not hugely yeah. well thought out. Anyway, no, well, so you've
1: got lots of people living here now because of the building that's gone in, you know, the Olympic, quote unquote, legacy. Uh, and. Um, <laughs> They're gonna get blinded all day and all night by this ball. Yeah. They could have just not
0: done the light element of the ball. Yeah. You know, they could have just a shiny day, ball. just a, just a big ball. But anyway, this yeah, Stratford. It's all happening here. It's like a mixed 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 feeling on the legacy. Like lots of things have not been delivered, but there are some other things that you know is a, it, it is a more popular space than a lot of other Olympic parks are globally. Uh, you know, there is a there is a bit of it's 50/50 on that. the, the affordable housing. The so, like lots of other Olympic parks are on the edge of town and abandoned. This has been a bit of a—it's been part of a bigger picture rejuvenation of this end of London. That's but a it's good like difficult actual
1: topic. Actually, it what's is. the transport legacy of various... Oh, uh, there's a good matter. The Olympics. Okay. Uh, that's a good international one because there's some like Athens, Rio, Sydney, like all very different, mostly bad. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> um, Have a look so at the transport do... legacies. Well. Yeah, yeah. There we go. That will be good, wouldn't it?
1: Maryland,
0: gone. Yeah, that was Maryland. So we are going through. So Maryland was one of my Crossrail jobs. Just, it's a station that should have been closed. They should have just closed it because it's barely out beyond the. It's in fact, it's on. It's within the Stratford station. Through should have just closed Maryland, but you know. Oh, we could have all sorts
1: Some nice P way things.
0: Yeah, it could have made it work a bit better. they got short
1: platforms. It's just
0: hopeless. And and as with all the platforms along here, the platforms are all, um, all the six foots are tight. The platforms are all high because in order to get the OLE through, which they had already did with 6kV rather than 25kV originally, um, is that they drop the track to get it under these, all of this, most of the stations have this sort of road overbridge, the station's built over the top and they've got an overbridge, Um, and so to get under that with OLE they drop the track, narrow the six foot to try and get the wires underneath and that means that providing compliant platforms is, is almost impossible. Uh, and also providing compliant OLE to, to standing surfaces is almost impossible as well. So, a bit of a nightmare, really. Lots of Knoll's nice FNF, FNF's unique sort of Great Eastern. Uh, oh, was it bespoke for? Bespoke set, like yeah. Pretty much, yeah. But it's a big enough project that you can do that, so it's all quite interesting um, seeing it all. Manor Park. Yeah, this isn't what I worked on. There are a few that we worked on. Basically, it's providing pla- it's providing a through alignment, on mostly on the cross rail lines, but also on the mains. But also, it was providing platform platforms, which is relevant to this train. Yes. Although in a roundabout way, because none of these offices stop at the cross rail stations. But we are going to talk a bit about level boarding. But actually,
1: that's, there are other things we want to talk about in this train, such. Uh, well, that's us just think about this, because we've got the fire here, which amazingly. Back in the day, I can't remember when. Amazingly, they they built this line with a f- they they put the one pair of lines on one side, and then they just wanted to swap them over, so they just had a flat crossing for ages. And then eventually they built this part here. So there so are people over there, and they intrude on their privacy. Per- 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 so so, it's you so got it. the um, so now the, the slow lines, or the electric lines, they're officially called. Yep. Um, are over there, and we're about to pass um, depots, of stuff. Yeah. But one of the key things here again, so many people, I'm sure will come down with this many, So many people talk about, particularly in relation to Crossrail, rail, its biggest failings, and go, Oh, you can't have freight and a you know level hoarding railway, which is obviously a complete nonsense. So we have tons of freight yeah. down here, <laughs> yeah. but there is no reason why, as Gareth said, if this train, or this tra- indeed this train type is used on Cosrail, there is no reason why you can have fully compliant frame and these trains running through and serving your passengers in serving all on the them
0: yeah it's completely achievable it's just unfortunately politics meant that it had to be delivered out of you know they, they have, with the Thameslink uh, Thames having got Siemens trains there was only one place that was going to be delivering the Crossrail trains that was Derby and Derby weren't going to they didn't have the cash to R&D a new train so they were just using their electrostars the Avengers, they're just electrostars folks they're just electrostars uh, and so that's why that was that and that, that meant that they in order to get the level boarding only in the core section by the way they built. They built. Done the most catastrophic thing possible, which is build all the permanently build all the platform structures with pre-formed concrete slab track to 1150 millimeters, rather than to 915, and building trains that fit. Just do lolly. Absolutely direct. Like do, and it's going to become an increasing problem with people getting on in the core and realizing they can't get off
1: anywhere else. It's just, it's just really now, not good. You, you confirmed something. So, to my in terms of. Res- yeah, there could be a point in the future 34 years down the line. 40 years of this like sort of constraint which is just absolutely painful. But I can have we can have children in that time. They can become full adults and have mobility needs and it's just ruined. Anyway. Yep. But To my mind, as a as a as a a complete non-expert idiot, um, there's like two ways you could resolve that, right? You can either lift the track, or you can drop the platform. You've said dropping the platform is not possible. Dropping the platforms. The challenge of
0: dropping the platforms is that you means that you all of the thresholds to everything no longer work. So the thresholds to the escalators, to the lifts, uh, to all the service ducting, um, all of that. You, you, either you have to create ramps within the platform core or you do the situation where you have a ramp down to the platform surface which is not possible, it's not safe. You always want to have a ramp away from the, the platform edge so that buggies and things don't wheel onto the track. Does
1: that, does that point there still... Is that still such a requirement when you have the edge doors the screen door.
0: Yeah. well the, the other thing of course is that you the, the moving the platform would also mean you would have to rebuild all the platform edge doors which make it very very expensive less expensive but more challenging uh, not necessarily more challenging less expensive but still complex and horrible will be lifting the track with a slab so you'd have to lift all the track, take away the top layer of concrete, scabble it down, new reinforcing, uh, like reconstruct all the reinforcing mesh, put the new track down. Then you'd have to deal with the fact that you'd have a gauge clearance issue at the corner of where the tunnel and the square, depending on what the construction was, whether it was a through bore or whether it's an excavated hole, you'd have an issue with where the tunnel comes in because actually that corner of circular tunnel and square when it cuts in, the train's going to be getting closer to that.
1: You have to so you have to, don't, so have
0: to re-engineer that take Time that out spray free reinforce for that station, for those per station yeah. yeah yeah so that's it's just a, it was an enormously stupid bad decision made by um, Made by people who, you know, whether it's engineers, or planners, but it was made by people who didn't understand the interface and didn't have any view of what the future should look like and and, the, and and had any imagination about what's possible. They just thought about, well, what train are we having to? We know what the train is going to be. Let's make this work in the very narrow core section. Very strange. Where are we going through now? Give me a park. Give me a park. park. The yeah. the
1: island platform This part for you. Very go. very dull. Factory.
0: Um, so what's our arrangement now? We've, so we're currently it's electrics and mains,
1: but yes. the electrics are swapped over because the flyover we went through earlier. Yep. And then it's electric all the way through to Shornefield, yep. and then we're on the, the two-track section. Uh, get the shed there, uh, Southend branch goes off. <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah, and uh, we carry on. The other, other parts of Essex. Actually Essex gets a bad a bad rep. I talked about Essex earlier. However, um, number one, all of my old North and East London family ended up going up to South End. So I had <laughs> a childhood trip to South End. My great aunt had a balcony overlooking Southend Central Station. Now you know why I'm so obsessed with Network South East. Um, but also um, also, uh, the countryside north of Shenfield is this kind of rolling kind of farmland and it's, it's really like Northern Europe. It's interesting. Yeah. Right. Denmark countryside, so it's very
0: similar well, We've come back as we're going through Shenfield. I used a picture Shenfield Junction in my lecturing, but worked on Shenfield Junction. This was one of my first c jobs that I, was, that I detailed up as a youth. Uh, yeah, it's quite strange going through it because I've never actually taken cross rail out to. Well, I've never taken you know TFL rail out to Shenfield ever. I've never been to Shenfield. Never been out along this. In fact, we've gone beyond where I have this is new railway for me. The... Interesting. So I was using Shenfield as an example in my. um, evidence to the House of Commons to the really? Transport Select Committee, in fact in the, the TSC IRP report which I've gone through last episode maybe? No, two episodes ago, oh I can't some episodes ago, that's, that's the next week's episode isn't it, in terms of our the real timeline we're in. Um. Uh, anyway, yeah, no I refer to Sheffield. because I refer to the fact that Shenfield has 15,000 seats an hour into London and it's 20 miles outside of London and Belper, which is 10 miles outside of Derby, has uh, 250 seats. Two hundred fifty seats, which is a, per hour per direction. Is a, which is towards Derby. So uh, <laughs> per hour per direction. Yeah. So it's just a, a chronic difference. <laughs> wow. Simon, you have specific experience of this because you worked on Norwich in '90. <laughs> oh. Anyway, um, the challenge of these railway lines going out in this direction into East Anglia, in in, in getting they potentially more than any other bit of railway in the country, show the challenges of running. Fast long-distance services on the railway network, but there's also a suburban network. Um, so, so yeah, lots of discussion about Norwich in 19 and achieving, and it's been discussed since BR days of, of achieving a uh, 90-minute timing from from Liverpool Street to Norwich. Um, it's it's essentially not possible, no matter how much you improve the infrastructure, because as as you're saying, if you run the trains faster they only catch up the suburbans quicker so then if you really want to prioritise long distance services you have to cut suburban services which you can't do because the suburban services are all full (laughs) they are very well used and ideally you'd have more of them so it's like an eternal point of you need more steel there's there's no other way of resolving that issue than more steel you know this is a two track railway it should be a four track railway or mm, potentially you need a high speed line connecting out into into this area and this is you know we're on a we're on a former intercity route this is an intercity route yeah, the Norwich, the the Norwich
1: trains, you, you did your last round, NASA, you highlighted all, in your alternative history, you highlighted all the intercity routes. Uh, London to Norwich was an intercity route. Um, and arguably, they've, whilst these trains were ordered in a very much very much commuter market kind of point of view, it's still very much that, having a higher high spec, as Greater Anglers had to do, by virtue of um, trying to run. You know, this Norwich service, it's made it a better spec and that's why we have got this dedicated fleet for Norwich Trains so it, it has that innocent element to it naturally. We also have, however, um, this is the line to Felixstowe this is one of the two routes that brings you to Felixstowe um, freight terminal um, for, for containers it's the busiest port for, it's one of the busiest ports for containers in the country it's certainly the business rail port, I, I manage from one of the other, I think the second biggest one, this is Southampton. The Phoenix is much bigger yeah. than Southampton, it's also partly because Southampton is much more constrained, both in terms of docking route, um, and uh, rail capacity. phoenix has two routes, you have the London route, so there may be a... Uh, there, is, uh, there is no freight coming currently, oh. this morning. that might be because of the shenanigans on the... Uh, oh yeah, yeah it's the, um, sending them uh, everywhere else. else. Yes, and we're sending the other way, which is via um, Ely uh, and towards the West Fitness. Exactly. So, we have lots of freight, we have a dedicated commuter market through the Essex kind of outer areas which feeds into the street and then we have the Norwich longer distance which is like your beyond and connections regionally to Suffolk and Norfolk. So, you have a two-track railway trying to do all of those things Now, for the Norwich of 19, if I'm being cynical in 90 was just about being able to deliver a catchy timetable. Yeah. And that is the worst reason to do a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <To> <laughs> Gimmicks. Press, government by press release. So we want to do a thing doors, because yeah. it sounds good. Okay, well, let's see how practical it is. Well, they actually managed to introduce elements of Norwegian 90 back in, I want to say, May. 20th, maybe, actually, it was December 18, I think. Yeah, I can believe it. I think it was December 18. Yeah. So the way they did this was quite funny. It was really shonky what they did if they went right we're going to run a Norwich in 90 service it will stop at Ipswich and then Norwich and it will do Ipswich in 60 and it will do Norwich in 90 and there'll be one of them a day
0: and <laughs> it was one
1: a day each direction but you know what they had to do what they realised is one of, the, one of the benefits of these trains is that they hoover up a lot of the people that would otherwise crowd onto the like shorter distance trains that go to places like Colchester, Clacton, Braintree, re- we are craw- ironically we are crawling along, yeah. we, we left late, Little Street late. we've lost our path, we're approaching Chelmsford behind the Braintree train. There is the problem folks. Yeah we're, we're living it. So, um, to do the Norwich in 90 headline number, right, the gimmick, but provide the capacity required to do that service, it meant that you had to run another Norwich train behind the fast one to pick up all the passengers you've just just abandoned past. yeah yeah so it didn't it wasn't really It's was just made very, a mess
0: of a timetable like it's like it's yeah. a, a, you had a typical situation where you've got two trains within the first eight minutes of the hour and then a 48 minute gap and then the next cluster yeah it's just not
1: so, so it was far. just it was completely botched it was completely but i mean really my impression when working on that project at the time um, from, a, from a consultancy point of view it was a basically a case of saying right, Norwegian 90 is, is, the, is the gimmicky headline we shouldn't have gone that's what we should deliver because it wasn't practical what we should have gone is gone or well, the project should have been around how close can we get to that that delivers the best service for the longer distance. No. Norwich is about 115, I think, or oh, 100 miles away from London. It's quite far. Yeah, like it's a distance. Southern kind of territory. Like Leicester's that far away. You don't think of Leicester near London? Hmm. And Norwich near London. It is. London. But it it is right. quite far. Speak to so you've got 100, 115 miles. Transport Police. That's a long distance. zero one six. We'll sort it. See it, say it, sort it. Um. So you have a you have that <laughs> long distance service which caters for a market which is far away but then you have all the destinations in between, like you know, south of Richmond and Colchester, which are feeding into London whether that's for leisure purposes, commuting, or whatever yeah that's still a thing in the post-COVID world which we all just talked about earlier yeah um, so <laughs> you have to design a timetable which which benefits everyone or to be more specific where the least people are inconvenienced because yeah. you're going to inconvenience some people that's what's going to happen um, so that's how you have to organise your timetable. And the challenge of that is doing it on a, a two track railway. That's why there was a lot of shenanigans around a, a new station being built near where we're arriving to, called oh, yeah. Chelmsford, um, which was Beelie uh, Road, which is about having a, a bit of track in a three, we're well, making it a three platform station. I don't know how I can say this, a three platform station. It's been um, getting designed
0: next on the desk next to me. In fact, I was checking yeah. it. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's a I three don't know if I did say that either, but I've said <laughs> it and this is definitely going out. So yes. there you go.
1: So a three platform station, which gives you a bit of capacity which
0: over the... Nice little, got some nice little big, so River
1: probably. Ooh, there's the a network south-east yeah, right I think on the old box, but I can't remember something down on the down and outside. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so if you try and squeeze everything into a two-track railway, it's going to be a bit rubbish, <laughs> basically. And, if yeah. you, and, and like, doing headline figures... Crikey, that's amazing. New like, things shows like it shows how long it's yeah. been since I've been doing it. Um, there's all sorts of new stuff going on. Uh, so yeah, all the boxes. On mm-hmm.
0: We're spe- we're looking for we're, yeah, looking we're for branding. We're looking for a box.
1: Um, I think it's on that side of the car's it But the point is, is you can't you can't just shove in extra services and accommodate the freight and all the other markets that you need to without just making a repo railway for everyone, which is why the case must be for investment in capacity. Um, so for example you could, you could probably you could probably send more freight via the cross-country route if you a rebuild Ely North Junction and b electrify the route. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And why is this why is this particular why is this particularly relevant to the the IRP TSC report I the, the, the TSC's IRP report I was referring to earlier? Because repeating all of those mistakes of Norwich in 90 90s is exactly what the IRP does on the East Coast Main Line and on about from Royal pass rail all the same mistakes being repeated again of we're going to do our, we're going to have a headline stupid political press release driven speed figure and sacrifice everything else and it's why it's such a joke that everyone these are the same people who are going on about oh you know 20 minutes faster to london oh, HS2 blah, 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 without realizing that that's and then making that exact same argument in favor of the integrated rail plan which they have been criticized heavily for in the by the Transport Select Committee, so yeah, very frustrating to just basically repeat those lessons and it's not like we learnt those for the first time in the ninety, we learnt those successively over and over again on uh, you know on we, we learned it on route on modernization of uh you know during the modernization plan on, on the west coast mainline so that the west coast Mainline Why upgrade and then again on route mod, on, on the west coast mo, uh, route mod in the in the late 90s and through the 2000s you know we've learned these lessons over and over and over again uh middle mainline lsi similar challenges you know what was it called it as um ldhss project on middle mainline all tied together of like try again Trying to prioritise these high-speed trains, the fastest trains, and realising it's just not possible to achieve that whilst running a mixed-traffic railway without sacrificing freight and suburban capacity. Which, you know, as I as I've said several times, well, I'm enjoying the um, Marriage Millers uh, Tower. Of, I love a tower with a branding with a, a name on it. That's always good. There is, a,
1: there is also an aggregate freight depot down by Bank, which was a Royal Mail thing for a while. Oh, nice. Uh, we can't see it. But, but, yeah. So we have. So again, Great Eastern Main It's not. It's just not my patch, but um, not my it's not just about freight. It's not just about containers and boxes moving around that's about 40 percent of what we do on, on, on gb rail um we also move in a phenomenal amount of construction stuff mm. um, yeah so that's mainly sand and stone which we use to build housing which we all need uh, and various other crucial bits of infrastructure and we move millions of tons of that every year by rail. Not on the roads, which is great for
0: everyone. because is heavy and road damaging. The thing that Britain's Railways are very good at is actually we're very good at long distance services. We're very good at, actually pretty good at freight services. Yes, it, things are hard for, for Simon to make work, but actually we're pretty good at freight. We are... Treadful. Uh, rural services we're quite good at as well. Rural services we actually do pretty well. People might disagree with that but frankly they're, they're wrong. Rural services are pretty good in Britain. The things we're dreadful at is suburban connectivity. We're rubbish at it outside of London. And it's and it's the suburban capacity that really benefits people because it's that suburban capacity that gets people out of their cars because then they're getting close to their home. On the you know, I, I'll do a rail natural episode on how the last mile is not a problem. Lots of people say how do you solve the last mile issue? So you don't need to. It's it's a thing that people say to pretend that that's why public transport doesn't work, but it's a lie. Uh, It's not an issue if you just provide sufficient uh, density to suburban stations and have a suburban railway network. Anyway, enough of that rant. There you go. Norwich in 90 and why that's relevant to to our current woes. i will do a little chapter with some jazz playing. We've got about 100 miles an hour. We're, We're actually at full speed, which is nice. It's a chance for us to sort of talk more broadly about the comfort of these these trains so you know the whole point of this episode I've no idea what the point of this episode was but I think I think it'll be titled something like Simon and Gareth decide whether the Stadlers are the best trains in Britain something like that anyway um so a few thoughts a few thoughts when I step I mean obviously level boarding we're part level boarding because we've talked I'll probably talk to death about that we'll probably do some filming of the actual interface and we'll open the door and close it a few times and ride comfort in this The seats are, I mean, firm compared to the squidge of like Mallard refurb GNER type seats, but I find these more comfortable anyway. Uh, They're probably not as hard as the LNER, as like the GWR seats, but I hate seat chat anyway. It's very subjective. I find it quite, I find these really comfortable riding these for hours. Um, Very nice. This is just standard, but it's got a nice little leather, easy wipe sort of headrest. They've got the seat indicators are quite smart. They've got nice hooks. So there's quite, there's a couple of hooks per seat, which is quite nice. Um, decent amount of luggage space, there's a few people resting luggage on chairs and things. Um, Charger is quite nice, the charger's upside down, so it points the thing upwards, which is nice. Um, this bit's carpeted, it's all carpeted, which is, which, is, which, is, which does make a difference, I think. It makes a difference it's to the good. acoustic, it looks good, it looks clean. These are definitely being cleaned, unlike the LNER, sorry, LNER, your trains are not being cleaned enough. And also, the Thameslink trains are just absolutely filthy and graffitied interior, and they've all shooting got a nice ride up. It's nice though. Lovely viaduct. A chance to have a look at the pleasant countryside and the blue skies as well. Very nice. Oh, there's a golf course. Men who uh, didn't want to ask other men to go for a walk so they invented a sport that is just going for a walk. Anyway. Um,
2: if you see what do you think that then? What else about right. this? Uh, to- uh, the win- yeah, the, the big windows trans- make a huge
0: difference. The, 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 the squareness, the cabin is very square at the top, they really made the most of the, of the gauge, you know, the envelope. Uh, or just the way they're shaped, they're just quite square, which again gives them a nice European feel. feel wider, less claustrophobic.
1: The PIS the passenger information system uh, the screens are very good. They're very clear. Yeah, uh, put some B-roll up of that now. They're nice screens, and also, so we were we were approaching Colchester. As you may have heard on the on the PA. Uh, the three, two, one. The, the um, on the PA, an announcement we approaching the station. It has the connections. It says the next trains off Colchester the part yeah. of this time. This is this is, that is a modern railway feel um, yeah. that, that, that you want and expect and we can have that and Stadler have provided that uh, which is great because you yeah, know that's the kind of stuff that we you know we talk about a pasture friendly railway uh, and how we can get customers and, and yeah, what's our messaging to the customers and stuff it's, it's basic
0: basic stuff provide them information about their onward journey there's a, there's a buffer stop
1: it's a very weird arrangement here you've got like, yeah, two back ones it one, and one. it's a bit, yeah. a bit of a funny arrangement um, uh, so you've got the big windows. So got, they've got the custom information screens. Those, those are good. Passenger information systems. Those, those are really good. Um,
0: all tables. That's, that's a thing. Yes.
1: Nice wooden finish or faux wood yeah, And, and lo-
0: like all, ta- is it, it's all, almost all tables. I don't know how much airline seating there is. It's mostly tables, I think, isn't it? There
1: is, there's a bit,
0: but there's loads of tables, which is nice if mm. that's what you want. You know, long distance journeys. Sorry, I interrupt you. What? No.
1: We're sat above. You can see the. Um, that's the well, the articulated uh, bits between. No. The, you've got a carriage sitting up. Above, uh, a bogey, um instead of having two bogeys and a carriage and whatever. Um you know, we're on we're on Great Eastern Mainline Track, it's a hammered by lots of trains, including heavy freight trains, running at seventy five miles an hour. Um, at probably 1200 tonne train loads like you know probably about 20 hours, 40 hours day, or 40 other
0: days these get whatever. decent equivalent million gross tons per annum uh, equated rather they, they get it's hammering we often if you're sitting on one, what should be the, the end worst, end worst riding part of the train
1: the yeah, been a couple pretty of months, but it's pretty good It's
0: really quite comfortable yeah it's not it's not a vibratory. certainly not the ride issues that you get on the um Sorry Hitachi and, and Eleniara and Network Creole on, on the East Coast Mainline, but the ride quality on the East Coast Mainline at the moment is dreadful, really problematic. It's a mixture of degraded earthworks and subgrade, but also the track quality is just not being kept to standard. It. It's really, the IETs don't like it. They really get a wobble on. Oh, they start. There's several videos I've done of like the door is being jammed open, like wobbled open, by the fact that the bogey is hunting really badly. It shouldn't be happening on there. Uh... Yeah, it's a vertical thing, but it triggers a, a yaw, uh, a hunting motion, which, which is quite strange. Anyway, I digress. I haven't had any issues like that on this. Very comfortable. Um, Yeah, and they're big long trains. Oh, okay, we've talked about some spec issues. The flappy down uh, seats are a bit annoying. Uh, and and this, we haven't been up to, we will go up to the bar car, even if it's closed. We'll go up and have a look at it at some point.
1: Hike to the other end of the train. Yeah,
0: quite. We will go and have a look at it because I want to have a look at it to compare it to, you know, one one issue I think is that these are, they're a bit homogenous. They could do with, so they've got a bit of bike space, not much. They could do with a bigger, so we, I'll put some B up again. We'll train before this one loads of bicycles, it was like 10 bicycles I think, like there were loads of people trying to get bicycle, bikes on which they only struggled with, um, so they could do with having a, a bigger bike section, they're a big long trains, they've got the space for it, also they could do with, they, this, it's a long enough train they could do things like having a little family section, they're, it's a long enough train there are things they could do with them I think, yeah, it's right. a little bit homogenous, there's, there's some, okay, things, that's some that's quality that's things cool. they could yeah. add but it's, again it's about that GFT maximise the seat spec issue.
1: Um, um, I've, yeah. I've done some, I've, I've definitely let this not this no, yeah. up on Google. <laughs> uh, so the tri- these are 236 and a half metres long. It's a so, long train. So that is uh, four yeah. metres short of a 12 car, your standard 20 metre long, like a electro star, 321 yeah, yeah. that's all gone before it. So it's almost as long as that, but of course there's no cabs. The only bit of lost, lost space you have is that bit where the two units... That we said earlier, we yeah. Also you've got um, double leaf doors, so and there's about one per carriage. So effectively it's like having the ones at the ends, but, but there's actually you actually get more people on and off, I think it'll be quicker. Yeah, circulation
0: is probably, I think easier and more straightforward. Yeah.
1: Um, there are uh, 704 seats that's, that's a, a high dream. number of seats 81st class and 624 iet has, has just over 600. now i don't know how many of those will be see there'll be a, there'll be a bunch of tip-ups as well so interestingly you see we, we did slag off the, uh, t- the tip-ups just before um so just just at the, the doorway just over there there was a, a family who had a buggy these aisles aren't suitable can't oh, have a buggy so, yeah. the they put it by the door and they, use the and they can stay there and, and keep everyone together on what is a very, very, very busy train. But
0: so there is, yeah, some value there, some, yeah, um, I've just noticed that the, 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 so they, they don't have a vestibule, they've got a middle bit where the, the, these double-leaf doors are, they do have ceiling do- interior doors that all seem to be open,
1: which is interesting, you know, yeah, there, it must be,
0: uh, we yeah. haven't had any drafts. I mean, it's, an, it's a hot yeah, day. In yeah, winter, yeah. it'll be interesting to compare yeah. to see how that impacts. But we haven't had any drafts coming through. Um, they must, so must be locked out. Maybe they're locked out, which is an interesting one to, to think about. Yeah we'll, we'll, later on we'll be travelling on, a, on a, an electrostar, uh, I'm going to keep calling electrostar, it's just like I'm going to keep calling Crossrail Thameslink 2, or I'm going to keep calling Elizabeth the line Crossrail, but not calling Crossrail, calling it Thameslink 2. Anyway, um, uh, yeah we walked through one earlier for, for, a, for a walkthrough to get, get a bit of comparison, it's so much less pleasant to walk through, like it's uh the, 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 the corridor is very, very narrow, the gangway is very narrow because they've got five Five press seating so greater angle yeah. and CTC. Uh,
1: if you're listening please rip out the third seats and make what could be a fairly decent train okay the, the floor's a problem which is obviously one of the reasons we're here because we're looking at a low floor variant which could be suitable for the whole of britain which would be amazing uh, yeah. but on the Electro star i'm putting the am adventurer on that <laughs> um, you could say that um if you just have a nice wide aisle with a 2 plus 2 seating layout and the areas around the um, the UAT, the Universal Access Toilets, uh, and the uh, bike areas, they're really capacious. They're yeah, really, yeah. You actually see how wide the, 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 the trains actually are in terms of the one You could make a uh, perfectly nice train uh, which would be perfectly suitable for, for running around on the suburban and middle distance stuff they do out of London. Um, and remember as well that Ooh. One, again, one of my big bug bases. is we have all this stuff we think so much about. We as an industry, as a sector, we think so much about the kind of specs we want on a train that runs into and out of London. Why isn't this running between Liverpool, Manchester, York, Leeds? Leeds? Leeds always gets a bad deal. Um, these trains should be going a how? Others Obviously, we need to electrify all, but this is the quality. And we'll get to this later when we go on the regional yeah. variant as well. This is the kind of quality that we provide as, as so for so long has been like what fills out the bottom of the spreadsheet yeah. and it shows it really
0: does and it's, it's interesting because so TPE have made that advance the, the new TPE fleet is much nicer than the, the 185s the 185s were glorified well glorified pace but they were basically like upgraded sprinters they were not much of a step up from the sprinters they replaced at all really uh, not in capacity and not in quality Yeah, they were nice but they were not sorry they are just not the level that, that you get in the new I, the, 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 the TPE IETs I've not been on a 397 yet actually but the IETs and the Mark 5As um, but, but again, for various reasons, some of them signalling, but some of them train procurement. They're short trains; so they could be longer. The frequency is a hit now. They're all rammed because the frequencies drop. But it, there is a measurable difference. This feels like a, it, it does. The thing I was wanting to see is, given the, the fact this is quite a fun, fundamentally different from an engine mechanical engineering perspective, quite a different layout. Different arrangement to to the conventional like, in City stock in the UK in no, no, no. GB. I wanted to compare, and, and it just it feels like an intercity train. It's, it's you know it's perfectly reasonable. Actually, it it's it's more evocative of the original Mark Threes with the with the sort of the split the, the sort of vertical splitters partway through the coach. It almost yeah. feels a bit like the original Mark Threes then. So uh, possibly, I don't know whether the Mark III interiors looked like that before they got replaced, but there's a big step between the, for people. The change between Mark III, which were knackered and falling to bits, compared to this, is a big leap. So people have noticed the difference going to Norwich.
1: It was a nice nostalgia run when the when the 90s were. Um, well the class 90s actually not the 1990s uh, when the class 90s were running with the Mark Three sets it was a nice nice nostalgia area and they basically hadn't changed them since they came off the west coast in like 2004ish yep. which was great for me like oh this is fun it's like my childhood yeah. <laughs> but also my childhood was a long time ago as was Gareth um, yeah. not wanting to sound too old but that's that's reality but I far, the key test in terms of yeah, is this in it, is it train spec as you go right. Well, we're doing an hour and a half, which we, is a perfectly valid city journey. If an hour and uh, to Birmingham is a city journey. This yeah. is a city journey. So, would we want to sit on this uh, to Edinburgh, which is like you know four or five hours away? Uh,
0: yes. Yeah. Well, and we ask us again when we get to Norwich. But yeah, I, I think so. We're, we're arriving in Manningtree, where where the OLE failure shenanigans uh, and OLE mass has fallen over. Uh, hence why we're delayed. So it's uh, yeah, 1.3, isn't it? Or a look I mean Simon have walked up to the other end so far. <laughs> such long trip. Why did we decide to not go next to the bar car? It's because I didn't think about what we were going to do today. Anyway, um, we've come to the bar car. This is it's, it's continuing the decidedly mainland European theme in that there is, okay it's closed which is kind of annoying. Uh, it'd be quite nice to get some food, peckish. And we're going to eat something in Norwich. Anyway, it's like a proper, like this sort of bar. situation like a sort of It's like a little, little sort of bar it's really it's like nice bar, bar lean high. Yeah, good test. Yeah, good. Um, this one else. Kind of come this way. It's I mean it's it's a yeah, brushed alley-y. It's a shame it's closed because then we can't really tell you anything about what what it's like. But um, other than other than peering in, to be fair, the galley looks it just looks like a standard one. It looks a bit like the Almirall one. I do Except have there is a,
1: bar type. No, It's it's all right. Yeah. There's some stuff. I do have a photo. I, I came on the first train but it ran it like January twenty twenty way back then, um, and. Um, Ipswich London. It's very nice. You get coffee and
0: tea, it's great. So leaning back on the bar. what well, if I looked out, I went, went to the loo, uh, did, I filmed inside the loo, which is a bit bit weird that's to big, do that. It's quite small. A specialist topic yeah, day. yeah, it's pretty small. <laughs> um, we just looked at the cycling provision, which is it's, it's better than a lot of long distance trains. Like it doesn't be, rely on vertical trips. At least six there, there were, uh, really more. There were definitely four. I don't know if there were that well we time. we have video footage which we can review. Um it's definitely better than most provision because it's uh, yeah. not vertical, which yes. means it's usable. Oh, vertical and, is just a waste of time. Accessible. Yeah, vertical is just a waste of time. Also, behind us is the is the the accessible area, kind of a, an open area for people to for, for kind of wheelchair users to come in. And so that's busy. It's quite busy actually. Um, it's quite. But the thing is, generally, with the seating density is there isn't. Even though there's level boarding everywhere, it's a little harder. Like you can't necessarily wheelchair in everywhere, which is one of the advantages of having level boarding. So it's like I think. There's a little bit of work could have been done. Again, the trouble with the high density seating is maybe that. Does. But uh, yeah, it's supposedly, with the Stadler, certainly in it's the case that they're accessible at in every, in every door and, and the, the, the corridor, the gangway is wide enough. Not the gangway, the, 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 the what's aisle. What's the aisle? The aisle is wide enough that you can actually wheelchair up and
1: down. I suppose you got a different setup because I think they want, I think there's one of the reasons they put the, um, the kind of wheelchair area here. The US access toilet, yeah. Few, yeah, and it's, it's access next access to the, and, and it,
0: what's also sensible is staff. at least it is next to, you can get the staff, but also you can get yourself some scram without it being, yeah. it took us long enough to get off the train, you know, so, um, yeah, we, we were sat like
1: halfway in front, of, we were about to, we were a, quarter, a coach a or the two beyond
0: the, we were a coach or two beyond in, the, the other half, yeah, you've got
1: the first class, which is like a coach and a half, it's, it's just two plus one, the seats are slightly bigger, it's, it's, yeah, it's fine. There's no particular
0: difference, but the whole lot is
1: quite nice anyway, so, I think the only thing I've noticed, where maybe, and this is where, well, this is where, you, again, you go going to your expertise, is to me the the width, the full width, but the floor level. seems so a little bit narrower than, say, like a Alex Star. That
0: maybe that is probably true because it will be because in order to, it might be slightly narrower to deal with the fact that it's. Dropped down to that the floor is at 9:15 rather than at 11:00. Um, ah, so that does mean that you get a slight narrowing at the, at the below the hip or at the at the waist, if you like. So the hip comes out a bit is at really, the waist. Does yeah. seem a slight pinching? And you you know, do see a slight pinching, but not much. But it does it's
1: seem enough. A bit. Yeah,
0: it, it's one back by the seats. The seats win a bit back because you can widen at the seat shape. Can be quite clever with that. But it does mean they're slightly narrower. But for me, that's like an acceptable. That's the engineering compromise. But just this train. So there are two things here, and we'll, we'll see this in the regional one. This train proves that the idea that you can't fit the underfloor equipment under the train if you have a nine fifteen floor height is nonsense for an electric train. But we kind of knew that already. We're about to prove that there is a solution for regional trains for diesel on the on the regional one. Um, once we work out where we're going. Which might be Yarmouth. Well, I'll be off to Yarmouth. Mysterious. But we don't know. Um, anyway, that's the next bit. That's it, we've arrived. We're um, about to hop off. Just having a little. Which your first class uh, make the most of the level boarding which it is because they've actually put the platform in the right place which they haven't and one of the problems with Greater Anglia's fleet Simon's buying this he's with us one of the problems with Greater Anglia's fleet is that they, um, the trains are great but Network, they didn't do it as part of a system unlike Merge Rail which looked at the system there was not a systems approach particularly or rather there wasn't the budget Network Rail wasn't willing to stump up the budget because it's a big old you know multi-decade legacy issue to actually upgrade the platforms to 915 because there are lots that aren't not lots of platforms that aren't in the don't have the standard correct offsets. Um, we've talked a little bit about why that's the case in, in inner London, but that doesn't really apply to these because they don't stop in inner London. So, um, but anyway, it's very nice to see huge numbers of people getting off a train with a floor height that's level with the um, level of the platform. It's very nice. And we're arriving into Norwich. I'm going to walk through. There's all these poor people around us. Um, yeah, we had a little look at first class there, Simon. We. Uh, what else was really that? I was. There were some other bits and pieces I was looking at in the back there that I was thinking, oh yeah, we were going through Ipswich and likewise then arriving in here to Norwich and thinking, you know, given the hot weather, a lot of people ask me, you know, what's the main issue? Why do we run trains slow? People ask daft things like, oh, should we go back to the days of jointed track? It's like, no, actually, because all the issues that we have, the majority of issues we have are in these station throats, like here or at Victoria, where um, <laughs> where the, 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 it's, it's knackered old jointed track unstressed S&C and you know it's it's track that's been there since at least the 60s and no one's touched it and done anything with it that's the area that is, is massive bu- buckle risk um, yeah so uh, it's quite interesting seeing that so I did a bit of filming of that anyway this is nice look at this we're walking uh, walking through In fact, you know what, I'm gonna spin around and show you yeah, this is nice isn't it Lovely. Nice. it's all
1: Stadler's here now Stadler, so Stadler's the galore
0: they are some that's nice going
1: to Sheringham it's absolutely packed um, yeah packed
0: oh yeah also we're saying all these trains are packed we're just on, on on trains today
1: it's yeah uh, these are rural like rural regional services like gareth said before these are rural regional services they're extremely popular and as we'll see later they've had a massive upgrade in terms of in terms of rolling stock quality and, yeah massive. and that means also that you attract people to rail funny that
0: yeah radical notion uh radical notion anyway there we are that's uh that's it we're gonna
2: we're going to gonna explore, now?
0: we're almost the Barriers, we're going to work our way through the Barriers and then we'll have a look at Norwich Station. So that was, I mean it's very busy, Norwich very busy station. Uh, it's quite nice, it's not quite, it looks more grand when you approach because it's got this big dome which we'll hopefully do a bit of filming of outside, but uh, it's nice isn't it? We're enjoying the fact that there is, I don't know if, I've, I tried to film it but it, it's an anti-glare screen, it wasn't quite working, but um, there are trains both to London Liverpool Street and Liverpool Lime Street, which is admittedly a little confusing. Liverpool Street is actually a bit of a strangely named station. Uh, and a little bit confusing. Anyway, uh, yeah, Norwich. Not really Norwich, for the first time ever. Aha! I bet a million people don't do that every time and annoy all the locals. Right, that's it. Let's escape Norwich. Simon is here. We're now going through what is a very nice Look at this.
2: It's
0: just It's nice, isn't it? Look, you can see it on my nose. Anyway, um here we go. This is nice. How, is it gonna be an enormous car park? As often is the case in, in railway stations. Oh a little pork pork-a-shirt there. Just uh oh, look, a this is nice We're gonna walk this way, not because I think behind us have you, there's a nice building over there, 1921, what, what is that I wonder? Yeah. It's nice over there as well. Behind us is, yeah, yeah, it's very grand, Norwich Station. that,
2: it's nice,
0: it's kind of, um, one of many Norwich stations, central European vibes actually, it's kind of, we've, we've stolen that roof from a mixture of uh, Paris and, French, yeah. and Austria, yeah, it's a bit
1: French, yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, anyway here we are, oh, oh, lovely. So yeah. uh, there, was a, there was a number of stations here, I think People will know better than me, uh, and I don't want to Google it. Uh, there was there was a Thorpe station and a Victoria station, and I think one of them is this one. I think this was Thorpe. I think Victoria <laughs> closed. Um, I think that may have got beaching or. Whatever. So.
0: The klaxon just went off. Um, uh, so that was that was our station. Uh, we're gonna go. Where are we gonna go? I see the spiky thing is over there. That's the main spiky
1: thing.
0: It's a very nice spiky thing. That's the main spiky thing. I mean, yeah, we're gonna go get some lunch and then we're gonna continue our adventure. Simon and I have come to, to the, the place that everyone comes to in Norwich when they when they come here. It's the, the most kind of probably the most well known landmark, and that is of course the uh, the Marsh Victoria building here, uh, as you can see, partially if not wholly abandoned, the insurance building. Uh, why are we here? Well, because we're stood Simon's behind. I've lost Simon. Uh, because we're stood on the footprint of the former uh, Norwich Victoria Station. In fact, we're going to walk this way towards uh, an overbridge that went over the railway line. It's carpets and stuff piled up. It might be that it's not. I mean, there's lots of people in the car park, but maybe it's just used as a private car park now. Who knows? The building has abandoned vibes. This isn't brutalism. This is not brutalism. It's just it's just slightly naff. Like, maybe even early 80s? That's like, I'm getting early 80s or late 70s. I, I could be completely wrong on that, but I'm not getting, like, earlier vibes out of it. The
1: station closed in 69. So... So yeah. they would have flattened the land. I don't know if it was retained for any freight usage because sometimes that
0: lingered on for a bit. That does um, happen sometimes. So here's, we're trying to look for any hints of, of railway infrastructure but the only one is really, what well you can see over here if I rotate around, see over there you can see some, some sort of more classic familiar looking railway abutments uh, or sort of with the gardens behind and then we're going to go to a, a very obvious rail, blue brick Uh, Overbridge and this will be the hint as to the fact that rail infrastructure is coming through here Bit of a shame that they've not made more of a connection of the cycle path through these Overbridges and allow it but they've just sold the land haven't they, for cheap Um, We're gonna turn around momentarily and that's that's our little pilgrimage to Norwich You see the building behind there in its glorious entirety Anyway yeah, this is I mean this is unmistakably a railway structure behind quite
1: us. Nice, it's a nice it's a satisfying skew. Yeah, it train. has got
0: quite a skew actually. Provided some concrete support, so possibly it's not actually that healthy a structure. Trains coming through here and popping out over there in what is now a car park in and insurance building. Classic. So we just ran our way. I'm showing some footage right now of us running through, uh, through follow, following up Norwich pilgrimage, running through Norwich back little, little yeah, sneaky little way back yeah. to the railway station. We're in another stand there, this time. It is remarkably pretty similar, but uh. I mean, which is a good thing. It reflects well the fact that we're. Uh, this is nice. Look, this, is, this is nice. There's some nice sort of marshy, low-level, bronzy type of stuff. It's the furthest out into this part of the country I've uh, ever been. Norwich. Norwich is behind us. We're done with Norwich. We're now on our way to um, to Yarmouth. It's a great, great Yarmouth, in fact. But Yarmouth it used to have many stations. Oh, another place that have many stations, and now. Has but one, and we're not going to spend much time on it because I think we're pretty much going to hop out and hop into another train on the way back. Perception of this train, in honesty, it, it, it's, it's, you know, it's clearly very
1: similar. To respect to the train in terms of quality, it's good. It is. Uh, one thing I want to think this one, I imagine be very related to the track quality. But it is considerably louder than the bogey. It on the bogie on this good. line. We're on jointed track.
0: There's a lot of vibration though. Simon's pointing to his glasses bouncing around on the. Air. Oh, that is noisy. Well it's an interesting comparison of what the difference track quality makes because there's nothing different about this train we're certainly about the same position yeah. the, the, the 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 bogey setup might be slightly different they might have arranged it slightly differently um, which will get us onto a point about train speeds momentarily, but anyway, this is definitely not as good a ride. What's interesting, I mean we could be on a giant track actually, the opposite side is not. The opposite side... Is it sounds very jointed. Similar, but this is sounding like the frequency of 60 foot joints. We can't tell because we're on the track, so I can't look at it. <laughs> what would be quite fun is if they had glass floor trains, like those boats, Ooh, that'd glass floor trains. That would be fun for like the, you know, 2000 P-Way engineers that are in the UK yeah. or whatever. But anyway, yeah. um, this is nice. So. Well, well, is the, well. I tell you what. We'll talk about speed. So on the on the, the, the interesting train we were on uh, earlier, so you're, it's a hundred mile an hour train. You reckon it's a hundred and ten mile an hour capable without uh, much? I think a bit of tweaks to the suspension.
1: It's hundred and ten.
0: But it isn't hundred. But the, that that platform could be hundred and twenty-five mile an hour. They, they could, you know, Stadler could make that hundred and twenty-five mile an hour train. So it could be running at east of mainline.
1: But what I don't know is is whether you'd have to do any engineering on that um, or whether it would be, I think the traction power is there for 125 definitely,
0: Yeah. doesn't have to how much engineering would be required to make them run 125? Yeah, the bogies might, you know, they might need new bogies or, or something like that which can be a pretty substantial. The other thing of course is that, yeah, you know, from a, an assurance perspective, it would be a new, if it was running on, particularly if it's running on adjusted or or new bogies, it would be a new, classified as a new train, so you'd have to go through the same not the whole pack of assurance processes, but there'd be another series of, of assurance processes to, to classify that and get it running on the network. Um, yeah.
1: Oh, uh, I'm, just, I'm just noticing a difference, the track has calmed down, so it seems like we were, we were, we're un- on we were un- jointed now we we're unwelded. welded un- And now, we're going through Brundle Gardens, um, and uh, it's it's smooth, now there's a faint run behind us. It <laughs> is the cupboard of thrash. Oh, okay. <laughs> it right is the, the thrashing cupboard um, um,
0: behind us, yeah that's true. We that's... walked through it. I'll show you as we got on, we walked through it and it's, it's rumbling.
1: You can't really hear it. Like it's, it's louder
0: for people st- standing next to it. I think the,
1: the vibrations yeah, you could feel a bit, but um, I think the vibrations are I can't tell if they're track or their engine related.
0: Yeah, it's true. Uh
2: yeah, lovely. thank you. Oh, where has it
0: gone? Oh there it is, I put it on the table the whole time. There you are. Thanks very much Nate. She's showing the garden. She, she no, she's never seen one of those before. An Anglia plus day ranger. Yeah, that's, that's that's the ticket that we're using. Anyway. Yeah. Focus, focus, focus. Anyway, uh, that's that done. That's my rail. I'm not wearing it because it's, I do have it with me just in case. If I got onto a train and everyone was wearing it, I would. Or if someone started really coughing and splattering, I'd, I'd pop it on. There we go. Oh. It's got the same. Um, it's got the same heads-up display. It's, it's just the same train, basically, isn't it? Interior-wise, it's just. It's. it's yeah. It's really nice. They're just really nice trains. I yeah. So I'm a big fan. I was kind of hoping. I wasn't sure what was going to actually happen. Whether they were going to end up being really nice trains, but I have to say, I'm quite
1: quite impressed with this. And you think, like, I did a holiday around here near Yarmouth in 2017, I want to say. Yeah. Um, and I remember we had, we, we decided to do a day out to Norwich, so we went to Great Yarmouth Station. it. And it was 153. Yeah. And they'd ordered these, so they, we knew they were coming. Yeah. And 153 pulled in with a whole boatload of people going on to do, go out. And, it was, and it was just horrible. Mm. Um, it's a step up that customers in. North Suffolk area have had thanks to these trains, okay the reliability could be a little bit better but I'm sure they'll get that. Oh yeah that's a good point what is their reliability is it down on I th- there? I think it's oh I think it's now got to start off a bit shaky now they're okay um, I don't think I'd say I think it's fair to say it's probably it's it's a point of improvement yeah. I'm sure that Stadler and um, Greater Anglia are working, uh, working on this and I wouldn't be surprised if the TFW variants, which are now being delivered on mass. I saw something Don Don's me the other day. Um, if, if they'll probably learn the lessons, it okay. might be a bit more, a bit better. Well, it might work out the box a bit more, kind of. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but otherwise, I think they're, I think they're, they're, they're okay. I mean, as I said, we're, we, we're going on the diesel. We, we're probably not going to get to go on it in electric mode, but it doesn't really matter because we've already been on the other one. I don't know be much so difference. It but a massive step change, and imagine if you. He... The question is for me is like, this particular operator has delivered this type of really high quality train for what is a rural regional service, uh, which is during the winter, there's little tourism. Like this one here, it's going non stop to Yarmouth, it's fairly quiet. Yeah. Um, you know, this should be the standard all this similar type of provision, should we, should this be the baseline, yeah. you got. I'm thinking places like you know the Cumbrian coast, Durham coast, Settling Carlisle, um, and the Tyne Valley across the you know Newcastle, to Carlisle. Yeah.
0: But also, all the, you just look at all the suburban areas that were recently served by Pacers and are now being served by. The calves aren't great to be honest. They're, they're newer and they're, they're clearly they are an improvement on what was there before. But I'd say the difference in quality. It's just an immediate obvious difference in quality between these and the calf, the, the northern CAF units. Sorry, sorry CAF, but uh, it's just not, you can see the difference in quality. They just look, the, the quality, the build quality in these, is, we'll we'll have a little plot around when we, um, as we, as kind of as we approach it, or maybe on the way back, um, just the quality, the build quality is much nicer. I mean you saw it when we were in the bar car earlier, everything's, the finish on everything is much, much nicer, just much higher quality. I'm,
1: I haven't managed to get on a CAF Part of the 195s. I haven't got on the West like the service. TFW ones are approaching service readiness towards the end of this year, and those TFW ones are really crucial. They're going to replace 158s, which apart, okay, they're really old and the air conditioning's rubbish, but like they've done a good service. And the 175s are actually really good. To, uh, yeah, they are. No, actually one really good. I always like my Yeah, they're like an intercity spec as well. Yeah. Um. So the, the 197s have got big shoes to fill. And again, it raises that question, are they going to be as good as something like this? And, they get, and they're really important to get that right because they're serving the far end of West, like South West Wales and places there. North Wales, which is really underserved. Yeah, really, really and, and it's got worse, I think, recently. recent yeah. years. Colby Valley, Clundednoe, Anglesey needs good regional connections with a really good fleet of trains. And I'm not sure the a I'm meant to be convinced. but. Yeah, we're remaining at. Well,
0: I, I'm not remaining so minded because I've seen look, giant look, uh, giant grain grain stores. Uh, you can't see yeah. them. Oh, it's sugar. Oh, of course, it is British Sugar. Cantley. Yeah, the home of the permanent way engineers. Cantley. Anyway, uh, it's a British sugar factory. Uh, that'll be beets. British Sugar's is beets, isn't it? Yeah.
1: So I think I girl
0: around this pot. Would make sense. Yeah. Anyway, sorry we digress. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'm not so convinced on the CAFs. I think they're they're not good quality and, and they've, they've caused some headaches as well. But I d- yeah, I'm not saying there should be a monopolisation of the of the rolling stock market. I'm just saying that this is the this is the base. This is this is where it should be at, and not nothing's getting nothing's reaching this level. I think the Hitachi's are in terms of build quality, they they're a really nicely finished train. Like they're good quality trains, definitely. Um, it's some it's some ride issues. Three eight fives, yeah, the three are really nice. Yeah, they're really nice. They are really, really good. This, this, the, the, I think that's probably the, 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 the best attached train running at the moment is probably the three eight five. I think they're they are really, really fetching. But um, yeah, I think this is what this loves to be quality the, the the customer information system you know the customer information systems is at, at, at or beyond the level that the, the, the Siemens trains provide and I think Siemens again Siemens build quality The Tamsik trains the, the the 700s the 707s are very good quality trains as well they're they're, they're good yeah. but they're, they're they're a little Spartan again thanks to the DFT.
1: 707s yeah. are a little bit because they were, 707s were specced by SWR and the refurb, they're being refurbished into Southeastern in spec mm. and South haven't actually done that much yeah. with them um, apart from making like, the interior a little bit more bland looking. I'm sorry Steve. Uh, but they... Are they putting
0: toilets into the 707s? That was a big Ooh, thing on the fact that going out to um, going out to Queenie's pad, uh, going to Windsor, uh, it was oh, incredibly yes. frustrating. We had a little one who needed a loo and there was just no toilets. And it's actually there's also no toilets in any station so it's really difficult with a, with a six-year-old. Um, managing to deal with them dealing with an hour long journey is just not good enough. Yeah, particularly a touristy route like Windsor, when you've got lots of kids going to Legoland, oh, yeah, there needs to be toilets on that train. So I hope they're going to put toilets on the. Uh, that's, that's an expensive retrofit. So they
1: but there, so I think they, I don't know, I haven't heard, I could be wrong. Um, I don't think they're going to do that. and I wonder if, if that, I maybe haven't heard of it because they are. The reason that happens is because the, me- the Windsor lines aren't really a pure metro, Yeah. but they ended up doing those circles in the southwestern or the south-eastern they are doing pure services so they might justify not yeah that's true that's true we're now on the burning arms line we've just veered off that's the lowest of flying coming done that so we're now on the burning arms line i've never done
0: this now this is all, all of it today I, 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 once we got past um oh where is the furthest i've gone once we've got past kind of not even Shenfield. i've not even been as far out of Shenfield. so kind of once we're out beyond whitton uh, that's the other direction Brentwood. No, where, I'm trying to think where Crossrail had offices, and that was the furthest time I used to go. It might have been Guinea Anyway, basically, around this, just East not much beyond the out of yeah. East London, and it's all new face, it's all very exciting. Do we want to see what the view looks like outside? It's Norfolk. Um, it's flat. It's <laughs> flat. Very nice, there we go. The world so is flat. The world is flat. Oh. Right, that's well, what else we talked about. What else have we covered? What else have we done? We had some fun in Norwich. We had, had, like, went to Saucer night the nice market, which is good. You know, kind of, yeah, like Norwich
1: montage has either done Sorry. or been done. I suppose, I suppose, uh, I suppose we're back on the jointed train, there we go. Oh, yeah. There we go. I've done nice. this for a while. The <laughs> shotgun mic is wiggling. <laughs> it's a roller a rollercoaster, it really is. Um, so, at some point, we're going to go past Bernie Arms, most isolated station in Britain. Is it as isolated as Dunley Junction? I think, I think so. I think it's, it might even be, it will be certainly competing with it. There is no road access here. All there is is wetlands, the broads, the cows.
0: A lot of yeah, cows.
1: cows. Also, some windmills.
0: Yes, uh, wind they're nice. They're nice. <laughs> Oh, there's some, there's some, there's some cow cow action. There. Much, there's much cow action. There you actually like see, you like to go past those. They're very nice, lovely. So somewhere near here, there's a pub, which may or may not have closed recently. And that's the
1: only thing you can get to from burning It's completely off the only transport here is the railway. And I love places like that, it's yeah. top good. It's nice. Anyway, um, one of the questions to think about is, is going into into GBR world. My impression is that, in terms of, I think what we would like would be the, 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 the whole point of GBR and what Audience Shaps plan was supposed to be all about. The good points that we pulled like, out of it was that it was break down the barriers between all the bits of railway, acknowledging, acknowledging uh, the fundamental point that the fragmentation of breaking up into bits of railway as as Still in the world where we have operators, you know, bits of the railway working in silos, it means that we are going to find ourselves in a situation where, when it comes to upgrades and lines, which may result in new rolling stock, because we have still, we are still relying on for the best part of this decade, Class 150s, 153s, all the 15 types. Yeah. With a lot of burning arms, and we're relying on them. There's nothing. For, there's a pub there. That's it. Um, we're relying on we're relying on, on these early eighties trains. These trains were like had done a fair few miles by the time that we were born and they're still not going anywhere. So they have to be replaced at some point like Going to get something like this, or is it going to be a, a, again that kind of
0: scattergun approach because we're still working in silos? Whereas, in my view, like Gareth says, we shouldn't be just going, Oh, it's because we've got company, but we should be going, This is the spec minimum spec. Yeah, yeah minimum spec. Expecting. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm all for, I'm kind of broadly all for a bit of monopolization because if we've got a good quality train that works and is low floor, then maybe we should just buy you know, lots of these, build them, get. get Get them licensed out to the other manufacturers and do it that way. You know, I, I it's it's th- this has to be the spec. You have to you have to go, this is the minimum spec. Low floor, uh, this level of quality, build quality, the reliability, which as we said, kind of is is, is improved a bit now on these. Uh, I don't know how loud this is, but we are definitely on clattery jointed track. It's good fun. We're on a single track, jointed this is it's, probably, it's quite the contrast. We this is a rural railway, very much. Just on a, a railway little, sh- our little, um, our little uh, shenanigans out from London. It's fun. What's interesting cool. is there's a lot of industry over the south of the river yeah. uh, here, which is quite interesting. I think the curve, I think that is yours. Oh yeah, I think we're gonna slow around. around it's, toward... it's definitely like, we are currently below sea level. Yes. Just, you know, that's a levee. That there is a levee and we are below sea level, which is kind of strange. You can see the sea just, just in the above. There's another, another windmill here, which is quite nice. Yeah, let's go past that very uh, Thompson tank engine. We're here in lovely uh, Great Yarmouth by the way, which we'll go and have a look at in a minute. What we're gonna do is, is there's the front of the train facing that way, very nice, the, facing out. You'll notice that this is quite a curvy platform and I just put some b-roll in, showing as much. Um, down here is the uh, is the step. There's a bit of a step down, so if I come down, firstly I'm trod- treading on the, the step, which is fine, but uh, if I come down here, you can see there's quite a, there's quite a, a kind of a dent where the, where the step is, but it's not bad. While we're in here, uh. It's all right. It's is quite a smart-looking, uh, smart-looking interior train. The build quality, everything, just is it, very smart. The finish of the actual train finish is really good quality. Everything just feels nice. It's very smart. Uh, the, the the customer information system very good. It's it's, it's an impressive. I like train. I
1: like, even like here, like this this finish. On the it is nice. It's, it's the bright nice red. shiny.
0: It's just nice. It's just smart. They're just well put together trains. Right, let's get off this before it drags us uh, unwittingly <laughs> back 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 the way we've come. Uh, let's go and have a look at Yarmouth Station, shall we? We're approaching the the, thun- the thrash cupboard. Here it is. <laughs> that's, that's that's the thing that makes it go. The clever idea that makes this low floor train work. And the thing that puts all other train manufacturers to shame—you <laughs> don't have an underfloor rumble.
1: And also, I mean, obviously we love the LE, We've got a lovely pantograph just up there on the roof. Right yeah. The head, Proper railway. And uh, you, c- hopefully, yeah, we're not. Yeah, we obviously electrification's priority. It just makes sense. But where it doesn't make sense, which is those very small particular examples, uh, we might we might get um, battery technology, which can slot in there. Slot it in. And then you take out the the, the exploded dinosaur diesel engine and you've got a whole electric train where you use the wires where there are the wires and you use the battery where there's the battery this
0: it's 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 here it works it's reliable it's good another thing I want to talk about that Simon and I were talking about earlier the exterior this this looks so um, mainland European just having a big cycling sticker and the nice green thing up top we were talking about this earlier. This should just be the standard on all, all trains. That's just all trains should look like that. And, and the, this is why where the idea of like... I know we talked about how I think the branding of trains should be. One of the things that should be... Even if it's like using the Welsh... You know, the the... the, the uh, Transport Cymru glyph it should still be giant white bicycle on the wind of the bicycle area like this um, I just think same it looks for, smart
1: Same for uh, wheelchair access Yeah. Um, because yeah, we've got the level boarding but then obviously those facilities that, that those who are have less ability in particular could use so just a consistent approach across yeah. the whole railway with minor variations as you say because what is one of the worst ways of A. disencouraging people if that's a word and B. of just Confusing people, like people arrive at Gatwick Airport or wherever on mass from for- other countries, who are going to be grappling with a weird system. They've got to buy a ticket, which we all know is just a horror. Yeah. You don't know what <laughs> yeah. And then you got go to go the train. and go, well, where do I put luggage? What do I do? If you have a consistent approach with those local variations, brilliant. Fun exactly. Rally.
0: Yes. Here it is. Yeah. Nice. Very smart, they look great. I think the, the greater angle livery is actually really nice. It looks quite European generally. There's a stab the nice blue there. They look smart. They didn't want to
1: put the yellow on, but I believe the semi-level crossings was out of Risk Successful and they just decided to put the panel on. Which is I why the TSW looks... ones don't have them.
0: I think it looks smart. It's the last thing that unifies them all. Uh, there's a, a weird release point ground frame thing that, uh, that's just there. Lovely blue. Lovely blue. Uh, and also these buffers, hopeless. Absolute disaster. They get zero stars. Uh, but there's, there's a nice train behind us, look at that, there it is! Beautiful! Thanks very Anglia. thanks Stadler for giving us a fantastic little train. interesting tidbit so this, so there's a taxi there's one of these for taxis in new York station in the new RA2 branding and I was a bit like it's a bit weird but this is a br one <laughs> doing a similar thing uh, so it's kind of strange to see it so yeah also that's the loo you can hear the. the... we're gonna go and look at a sand a stand a, a, a sandler Standland? I don't know What's just really funny? Look, look at this it's a no. sand that's, really good. that's quite good, isn't
1: it? Look at that. I like how it's receding into the distance as well as you as, yeah. you, as you look at it. Which is quite <laughs> <laughs> it's got the it's got the greater angle hair. It's got the yeah, hair. I don't know if you heard about Clive the tortoise the other the other day who caused havoc on on these lines. Yes. Got hit by uh, by one of these staddlers, but survived. Well done, well done, Clive. Don't go on the track, Clyde, But um, stay off the tracks, Clive and kids.
0: Uh, well, you've there you go. Here,
1: you've got, that's a one era disabled toilet with some VR signage and one signage again it's just oh, yeah 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 we've got a like non-standard vr vr i think one that kind of VR. sorry <laughs> that's one it's whole, a whole mix of stuff
0: chaos anyway right that's enough from us we're gonna um uh, so, yeah, it, looks quite, it? From, it's, it's train, looks quite good from
1: It's the sand train that's quite good from here uh, so usually let's people, go watch the train leave usually the sand trains are ones that are carrying 1500 tons of hope <laughs>
0: Up time. What? So what? what you know? What, we've, what have we done today? We have. We started off in Liverpool Street. We, we looked at the mucky roof. We looked at Jacob's bogeys versus regular bogies, We generally looked at some trains. Hopped onto. Uh, hopped onto one of these actually, 12 car 745, headed to Norwich. We chatted about all sorts at that point. a good old gab. Uh, and we ended up in Norwich. That was, that was, that was good. We went for a little exploring Norwich. Good feedback. Oh, we had good food, yeah. I don't know. We, we, we've, uh, that'll be smooshed into the montage, but we had uh,
2: stumbled.
0: We stumbled upon a really <laughs> nice food market next to the, what I presume was the City Hall in, um, in Norwich. That was really nice. And we went to look at the old Victoria station. That. We did that. Saw so, so, the bridge. There wasn't much there, yet. yeah. <laughs> I, I saw the bridge. Uh, walked over on, on a kind of a weavy, weavy wibbly route to get back to the, the, the only extant station and made our way to uh, the rather bleak looking Yarmouth remains of what was once a probably a grander station at uh, Great Yarmouth um, and then we hopped back and came back and are on this thing. Um, so what is our verdict? We we've, we've set out to answer the question are the Stadlers the finest trains operating in GB at the moment and I have to say I mean, yes, I, I think they are. They're also they're, they're certainly the baseline upon which to measure everything else. And I think we we are there are a couple of new big train orders out. Scotrail has got one on order, um, but there are some other orders. LNER, weirdly, have got an order out for new new rolling stock. Um, and it's interesting to see the fact that the discussions about new rolling stock in, for example, Scotland, are about a are looking at level boarding solutions. They're not necessarily looking at low floor, but they are considering that level boarding is a, nece- a necessity in new rolling stock. So in a way the discussion has changed on that. The Stadler have, have changed it, the Sevens have changed it, so Mersey really have really led the way on that one, it has to be said. Um, Siemens, interestingly, they had a chat, chat with Siemens who were, uh, were talking about level boarding, the fact they, they they know they're introducing a new, there's some very good factories over there, That's nice, you can't see them um, Siemens are introducing a new train platform, onto, as in, not train yeah, not as in station train. platform, in but train. Train, as in the type, a bit like the Aventra Star, is a train platform um, into the UK, and they will have level boarding. Whether it's low floor or not is to be decided. But um, how
1: would you do the boarding without low um, floor?
0: By providing an auto ramp solution on the train, so it'll be oh, a, a, an auto
1: ramp. Is that, that what? Self deploy Is that what our friend John Worth calls To lift? Or no. <laughs> No, I don't. Th- no, it's not one of the ones that
0: comes out and drops down and up. No, it, it'll be a thing that goes. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm interested. I'm to... interested. For me, low floor is better because you get a. Firstly, you have more space in the cabin. It's, it's it's a more pleasant experience. Um, but you it means that every it does it means that you don't it, it deploy just ramps at the disabled access. everyone has level boarding, and it also pushes the onus back a bit onto infrastructure to provide the full system. But anyway. So level boarding, um, is, is, so level boarding is great we've seen a few nice videos of level boarding in action but um, but there's a lot more to these trains I think as well they're just very smart they're high quality they have a feeling of, of, of being decent quality well built trains they're, they're long they're huge they feel big which is what you want in a long distance train you want to feel like you've got plenty of space um, even though the, the
1: one this morning was is round wasn't it? Absolutely yeah, round. but even, really even, even then it was you know still so comfortable it's yeah and you got I think it's a fairly high back but it doesn't feel like
0: We've also been in these seats for hours now, and quite comfortable. So oh, like no problem. No yeah, problem. Uh, so yeah. So um, I I think they are. If we're gonna, if we're gonna conclude, my my view is, yeah, they are the best. This is the best fleet. You know, the the, the whole Stadler fleet. Oh, the 153 is still there. The whole Stadler fleet is the best. Um, Best, they're the best passenger trains running in the UK at the moment in GB at the moment probably also for Northern Ireland are the best trains what do you think of what are your thoughts
1: yeah, you mean more I diplomatic think, or? Um, well I think I think yeah I could be more diplomatic in the sense of okay it's probably a fair point to say that these are yeah, you know, we shouldn't compare them to say the dusty bin which is sitting over there and that are doing the Harwich the harwich Welcome to this fly. Um, fair enough, okay. London we won't compare University it with said. a you know a, a pre privatization train. Colchester. Maybe not even a pre kind of you know, two thousands twenty first century type type train. So if we compare it with what's coming out now, I mean this operator, we're on Greater Anglia today, high Greater Anglia, um, folks. So. You know, we're on an we're on operator who has got this fleet sat alongside a commuter fleet, which is from the Alectro uh, or Aventro. Aventro Star. stars, there yeah, they're Aventro stars. Um, oh, yeah. that, that platform. And on that basis, they've taken the high floor, it's that standard kind of thing. So see, so that's, I think, a very fair comparison. Which train do I prefer to be in? This one. Yeah. It's just a much nicer experience. Even though we've discussed before about yeah okay you, you could probably get a lot of a better feel in those trains if you rip that horrible third seat out and make we'll it this <laughs> yeah. two and all that good stuff. But in terms of other trains running around, I think these probably are the best. I'd be very happy if these were something like this should be running on like the TransPennine between Liverpool, and York, and Scarborough and, and Hull places like that. Um, yeah, I think I think this has set a new benchmark, and anything that doesn't hit this benchmark going forward is a, is, is, is definitely a failure.
0: We we've got so what Welcome city the fleets States have we got States coming up? Uh, we I'll let the I'll let the announcement finish.
1: Colchester,
0: Chelmsford, Stratford, and London Liverpool Street.
2: And
0: um, the remaining there's there's, there's some the next fleet we, stop
1: Will be Colchester. Colchester.
0: EMR their new fleet is coming along, so it'll be interesting to compare these versus the East Midlands Railway fleet. And um, and cross country at some point need a new fleet. They've all just knackered and they need put in the bin. There's nothing been bid for them yet. Yeah, no plan at all for them. It's cross country. There's never a plan for cross country. I would love to see these trains. This ideally this length of train, but certainly as long. I'm going to do it. There will be a cross country episode where we look at I look at the infrastructure and see what the longest train they could run is. Um, and. Uh, they, I think, it should be these.
1: You could presumably do something like this with, in the middle, some power packs. Maybe you'd not, need a couple of them. You to, could, to, yeah, to you could to have, to have to them distributed. You the
0: could have one, pack. one at one end, and you could have one in the middle of one six, and one in the middle of the other six, or one in the middle of the one ten, and one in the middle of the other ten. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think, yeah. But certainly, this is the benchmark in terms of quality. This is the benchmark. Um, we've got very lost. It sounds very dark because the sun is moving around. Anyway, um, so. As ever, this is uh, this will, will come back to us, our faces have now disappeared and have been replaced by a stripey image. Uh, as ever, this, this uh, rail matter is available in, in audio-only format. This probably worked quite nicely in audio-only format actually. This is a bit of a chat, sound effects.
1: I've of my face for radio, so
0: that works. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, um, uh, as ever, you can support this happening more particularly this sort of adventure on, um, on Patreon.com slash Gareth Dennis um, and uh, the merch is still a, a, a TBC. paypalcom slash Gareth Dennis for uh, throwing abuse at me or lose change, uh, your choice. And the Discord server, uh, Gareth Dennisuk slash Discord for where the chat that has been happening, hello everyone in the chat, has been happening right now while well, more of that can happen on the Discord. Ad infinitum. Yeah, um, next week's episode. Uh, I'm sure, uh, Future Gareth, what, what is it going to be? Thank you, Past Gareth. Next week's episode will be. Uh, it's episode 129, and it will be not quite 10 of mainland Europe's missing high-speed rail links. Uh, should be quite an interesting one. Uh, I have recorded it. I can confirm it is in fact a very interesting one uh, with John Stone. Uh, so that should be good. Back to you, Gareth from the past. We'll find it. Thank you, Future Gareth. I'm sure that will be very interesting and exciting, and, and a riveting episode of rail matter, whatever it might be. Um, everyone. Uh, it only really remains for us, to, so thanks Simon for being my guide on our adventure around East Anglia. Pleasure. Thanks a thanks great Anglia, we've been unorganised, you don't know we've been doing this, but we've been ro- roaring around on your trains and, 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 and being mean about them. Actually no, we've been very very nice about them in fact. Um, and uh, thanks to all of you watching, we will see you next week. Well no, Simon won't, Simon might be in the chat. i hopefully we might be in the chat in this one. <laughs>
1: I might, uh, it depends on when it comes out and what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly, right anyone. 쭈리어어어